Attention all units, make a podcast, the SAFD Heat Podcast. Start now. From beautiful downtown San Antonio, deep in the belly of the beast at Public Safety Headquarters, this is SAFD Heat. Here is your host, Woody. All right, we're back for another edition of SAFD Heat. I am Woody from the Media Operations Office, and as always... I'm joined by my co-host and um, partner in media operations crimes, Joe Arrington. And wow. this this is a special episode because all of the suggestions for the podcast come from the field, right? We say that every episode and we mean it. So you need to email us at firepio at sanantonio.gov. But this was a suggestion that came up after the very first episode of, of this podcast. So as soon as we did episode one, we started getting feedback from the field, and this topic came up. And unfortunately, we had a plan for last month, but then we had the killer storm. Snowpocalypse. Yep. So we felt like we couldn't ignore that topic. So obviously, that was last month's topic. So if you haven't listened to that episode, there is some uh, cool stuff in there that you want to want to check that one out and hear about some of the things you may not have known happened. Shameless plug. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all the episodes are available wherever you get your podcasts, however you listen to them. We are literally on every platform. So the topic for this month is cancer, uh, cancer awareness, cancer prevention, everything that, that the department has been doing, everything that uh, we're thinking that we're going to do in the future. And the, the way it came to us by multiple people in the field was, hey, since COVID-19 hit last year, we kind of feel like we've forgotten a lot about the cancer initiatives and maybe it's gone on the back burner. So that's the premise. And here we are to say that it has never gone on the back burner. Right. It's right. always there. It's maybe been talked less about. So let's talk about it just more. Yeah. Introduce our distinguished guests. Yeah. So uh, Captain Craig Walter from the safety division, Lieutenant Dan Vardo, representing the, uh, the OCC. I'll let them talk a little bit more about what that is, what the OCC is who it is and what your role in our cancer prevention, cancer initiative, all that good stuff is. So whoever wants to take it away, let us know a little Dan, bit about OCC. Dan's the co-chair, so okay. let him start. Okay, well, the OCC was born out of, we need to get awareness to the people in the field uh, about cancer. Uh, initially, uh, we started with, uh, you know, two people way back when, and we wanted to expand it to more, more people. So that way, if one person you know, gets retired or something or other, the information doesn't get lost. Some continuity. Some continuity, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. So we try and expand that out to form a full committee and get uh, information, uh, you know, rec- uh, answers and questions. And, and What are the next steps? Where do I go from here? That kind of thing. Exactly. And the more okay. people you have, the better, you know, the more information you can get from, from others to, to help out. Perfect. So let's start at the basics. OCC, what does it stand for? Occupational Cancer Committee. Perfect. Simple and to the point. I like it. Yeah. Fireman proof, right? Firefighter exactly. proof. Exactly. So, per, okay. So later on, we're going to talk to some folks that, you know, Captain Geta are working with the, um, why am I drawing a blank on the, the workers comp side of things. So where, do, where does OCC fall into that? Is that a, hey, we'll help you get through that process. We're here for, with resources. It's a, it, they're seamlessly working together. How, how do these marry together? Yeah, it's all, it's all encompassing and it also helps, uh, it works together. So, you know, once you get diagnosed with that cancer, hopefully not, but when, if you do, sure. then, then we assist them with 
walking them hand in hand with how to how to file a claim, uh, resources that we have available, and then the back end we're we're, we're looking at uh, trying to find research. Uh, what's the next big thing in in cancer? you know, awareness, uh, prevention, science, stuff like that to help our guys out. So it's another, the SAFD on the, on the forefront of things, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully no, yeah. no one ever has to use you guys. Well, obviously we say that, but, yes. but if it's there, you know, I go to my wellness physical, we, I constantly say this, go to my wellness physical. They say, Hey Joe, something's different. You're not just fat anymore. You've got other problems, <laughs> you know, and, and I go get a diagnosis. I got the big C. So there's multiple people I can reach out to. Correct. Correct. Anyone on your committee, I, uh, you know, I'm hearing that there's a representative on every shift. Yes. There's so there's also the, the way it was set up was there's a union and there's admin. They all perfect. come together and we all have the same goal. Yeah. Th- this is definitely one of those things where we, the dividing lines or whatever that, that happens sometimes between admin and union go away. I would think, you know, yeah, this is sure. a, we're working to do what's best for our folks. Right. That's right. the most important thing. But yes, uh, we have, we have a uh, cancer advocates uh, on each shift. So myself, uh, I'm on the A shift. Uh, we, we won't have, hold that against you. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I know. yeah. The best shift. Oh, uh, well, then we got our uh, Carlos Esquivel and then we have a uh, Hoyt Allen. Okay. And uh, we're trying uh, in the process of getting a female included as well. Sure. And so we'll all have uh, you know, quote unquote training as to when somebody is diagnosed, comes down with that, they can give us a call night or day, 24 seven. We're here for you. You give us a call and we will assist you in those first preliminary steps on how to get a claim. Cause that's very important that you got to stop that clock. Once you get that diagnosis. Yeah, there is. I mean, there's that time clock. We, yeah. we talk about that constantly. Like once you're diagnosed, you need to get the ball rolling. Exactly. And it doesn't matter what cancer it is. Uh, if it's not one of the presumptive cancers that you hear about, it doesn't matter. Like sure. put your, put your claim in at least that way you have that option later on, whether you, whether you go continue with it or not, you at least have that option. And if, if you don't do that, you take that away from yourself, which is doing you the same. Yeah. You're putting yourself. Exactly. Denying Plus, yourself before you get a workers comp gets a chance to do it. Exactly. Yeah. When with the advocates too, they, they're able to, they've seen it before so they can give the, person expectations sure. and say, Hey, this is probably going to happen. Don't worry about it. You know, this is what's going to happen after that. Instead of just being off on your own and dealing with the, you know, the life changing yep. information you just got. Well, and, and then, yeah, I think it's safe to say we trust one another more than right. we trust just some random person that's calling us cold, calling us on the phone. Saying, right. Hey, we hear you've got the big C or from you know? admin or something. Or that's why we try to get, you know, right. Sure people out in the field it's on the ground kind of thing right, we right. so hopefully other. you know if you're not comfortable with me and you don't have to be like okay so you're a shift you have, you have to contact me you can contact any of them. any other guys yeah that's awesome so mm. i mean obviously that that is a huge step in the right direction you know it goes without saying we don't want this to have to happen but it's there mm-hmm. so let's talk about how that how that's come about obviously the cancer initiatives you know with the gear swap out with the decon with clean cab, all these things that have happened been going on for a while now. I know um, it probably helps that we're a younger department because we all know that there's two things that firefighters hate. It's change in the way things are. Exactly. Right. So obviously these were big changes. Are, are we seeing that it's become more seamless and it's just part of the job now? We expect these, hey, we make a fire. Here comes the quartermaster. They're going to switch us out. I got a decon. I got to get out and grab my VA from the compartment, whatever it is. Are we seeing that... It feels like when I, when I respond to fires now, it, you don't hear the, you know, I'll say the bitching and moaning that you heard early on. 
it seems like it's become more seamless. Is that because there's less of us old guys around to complain? We're a younger <laughs> um, department now, or is it? Are, are we doing better? I think I think we're doing better. I think also the goal of the quartermaster program was to make the out of service time and the inconvenience of sure. swapping your gear uh, as minimal as possible. So we really we've expanded it to hoods and ear ear flaps now and. Uh, Really, the only thing that the firefighters are responsible for boots and gloves and helmet. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it, it, it's really, they're still work, working on it, trying to get the message out there. This will help. Um, but it's just kind of constantly talking. You know, you've got a big ship and you're trying to turn it in a different direction and get everybody doing the same thing. It's sure. going to take a, take a little while. Yeah, we are a really big ship, kind of like Suez Canal. All right. Stuck oh, sideways I hope ship, not. Right? I we're hope not that big, but yeah. I mean, comparatively speaking, we're, yeah. yeah. We're a pretty big ship. Right. So overall, though, it seems to be more norm. Things are, I mean, that's the, the impression I get, obviously, being an outsider looking in nowadays. Yeah. You know, but I think I initially, think, too, is like there's, I mean, just such a new program, such new things that. Well, it was new for the fire service, not yeah, just SAFD. Exactly. There's forever. hardly any any fire departments in the in the country doing doing what, what we, we do, do right as aggressive. They, they right. there are some that will give you loaner gear mm-hmm. while they clean your regular set. There's some departments that just have it's all loaner gear, so you just get a jacket that just fits you. you and yeah. and uh, I think doing it this way is the best because you get the best fit and the best protection. Um, so I I think this is it's all brand new. Yeah, and anytime you do something like that, I mean, you got to work out the kinks. Oh, There's absolutely! So many issues. Oh, yeah. from yeah. The, Lots of from kinks the, from, the, from yeah. the get. I mean, from the get go, yeah. good old city government and contracts and vendors and all that good right. stuff. That, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously that's going to be an issue. And we were lucky to bring it all. Most of the delivery stuff, everything but cleaning, is all internal. Nice. Um, we do our own hoods. We clean our own hoods and, and ear flaps. We clean the arson's uh, gear, and we clean the fire investigators' gear. Uh, just to, uh, so we can always, you know, we're trying to make it as, as easy as possible to be in clean gear. Total claims, total folks being diagnosed. That's, it's always hard to know. We don't always know. Not yeah. everyone wants to share that. I mean, obviously you guys know, and workers comp it's, it's knows. Still hard, it's, yeah. it's still hard. Some people don't even want to talk about it. want yes. to say they have it, but are we seeing, is it too early to say that there's empirical data that we're seeing that that these things are working as a fire service overall probably is too early. I mean, we've talked about it at a couple of the meetings, just sure. getting numbers, Sure, but those are, you know, they're, they're kind of a hard thing to, to well, and, and cancer could show up from a run you made 10 years ago, five years ago. Oh, yeah. you know? So if we've had these programs in place for a couple of years now, it'll but be a while. It's not the one run. It's, 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 it's the, the compound. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The exposure is over time. Over a time. Right. You're right. And getting that, that exposure reduction to where if you go to a fire, yeah. Okay. We accept that you're going to be in that fire and being exposed for 10, 20 minutes. But then after that, if you don't clean your stuff, you're going 24 hours, yeah. you know, probably more where you're re-exposing yourself every single time. And that's where the issues it's the it's the compounding of it over time that, exactly and, and you know it may not manifest for some time is what i'm saying what i mean i guess is what i was trying to land the airplane and say there but it's <laughs> correct you know it's <laughs> it's one of those things where hopefully i mean we all want this to sh- to work to show that there's a decline in firefighter cancer occupational yeah. cancer but you know obviously it'll take some time i was just curious if yeah there's there seeing be studies numbers be out there down. oh absolutely people right. have way more letters and numbers after their names than any of us will oh, yeah. we'll look at it how how was this last year with COVID? Did you guys keep moving forward in the same way 
before COVID? Were you reassigned to other duties? Did you get off track at all? It's just harder to meet. Yeah. Because you know, all the meetings were in person. Yeah. Um, we Initially were, we did have, there. Were, I mean, COVID did get us, you know, where there was that break where we didn't have meetings for a couple months. Uh, but just like anything, it was like, you know, just because COVID hits, you know, cancer is still going on. So we still needed to meet and we got back into it. So um, it did, it did sideline us for, for a month or two, but we, we got back into it and, and started discussing the things that we need to discuss. One thing I want to point out, what is the, what is, is there a phone number? What is the best ways or, you know, is, are your, your numbers on the, the new app that is out? Yeah, yeah. So we're working on that, right? That's the biggest uh, thing right now that we're working on is that Cortico app. So we're going to try to get all our information on there. Uh, if you go to SharePoint, our information's on there under the under, uh, cancer committee. Um, but yeah, this is an important part because uh, just to get this awareness out that we are available, that this organization's, you know, uh, yeah, even, and that's even there. A lot of people don't know about us. And, uh, and Cause you I, might've sent an email, but like 10 people. Really yeah. Well, I was yeah, going to yeah, say when he, <laughs> when you mentioned the app, yeah. How many people listening to this podcast will go, what? They yeah. need to because them. there yeah. was one announcement. Chief hood put out the announcement, uh, about the app, but it was one announcement. Mm-hmm. So I think we should restate that SAFD does have an app now. It does that you can download it's pretty fancy looking too. Yeah. Do you guys want to talk just for a couple of seconds about that, about what's on there or? So, yeah, there, I mean, there's a Cortico, it's Cortico app. So uh, you can get it in the Play Store, you can get it at iTunes, you can right. get it like we're anywhere, right? Yeah, so, so. C-O-R-D-I-C-O and uh, <clears throat> on there has, it has everything. I mean, it has got peer support, it's got wellness, it's got sleeping habits, uh, it's got diet. I mean, it's got all sorts of stuff. Uh, so on there, we're, right now we're in the process of working our portion out. So the cancer awareness portion out and breaking that down. And so you can look at tabs and all the information going to put on there. Uh, but there's other organizations on there that have their information as well. So it's a go-to one and all, just pull it up and you get all sorts of information. But it's not helpful if nobody downloads the well, app exactly. or if nobody yeah. knows about it. So I, I can tell you this so much. Do that. My favorite part of the app is the calming meditations. Yes. When Woody starts talking a lot, I just, push, just put that on. push the button and home. <laughs> it's, it's pretty nice, you know. Awesome. All right. <laughs> Gentlemen, I, I really, I really appreciate you guys being here. It, it's, it's tireless work, but we need yeah. it. Anything no, that we missed that you want to, you want to add quickly before we wrap up? Anything? No, I think that, you know, what we're doing is, is we really feel like this is, going to help people yeah. and help Absolutely. the fire department and it really that's kind of the main motivation is you know yeah it's tough and it's getting that change you know and getting people to think differently about it but sure. you know they need to understand that that stuff you know when you go into a fire it's you may not see it but it's there yeah and just wash your gear take a shower you know those all those things that we need to get done Spoken are going like a, to pay off like a true safety officer right yeah. in that's the future good stuff. yeah i like it and if we have, if you guys uh, have any questions of us, or if you want to relay anything to us, you can always do that and, and contact us through Fire Occupational Cancer Committee at SanAntonio.gov. Just send us an email. We we want your your ideas, questions. We're, we're there for you. Perfect, that's, and that's awesome. searchable in the mailbox. Yeah, awesome. global. Thank you. Hey, let's not forget their parting gifts, but we won't yes. say what they are because yeah. we keep them a secret so unless you're a guest on the show. Uh, right. But we do give you a parting <laughs> gift. And parting, not partying. Yeah, yeah. No, we well, like yeah. Maybe, well, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe afterwards. And stand by because coming up, we're going to talk to some folks that can help you with workers a comp. workers' comp claim if, in fact, um, you get that horrible news and you need to file a claim. So, what's going to happen? Are, are things getting better? 
with your claims. We'll find out next. All right. Our next two guests are here with us. It's the dynamic duo of the workers' comp team, division, what do we want to call it? World. Miss Beth Weedage and Captain Eddie Guetta. Round of applause. There's nobody here to applaud. Oh, hey. All right. (laughs) So, obviously, we're talking occupational cancer today. That is... uh, has been a hot button topic for a number of years now. We've been pretty proactive in everything we've done as far as prevention. Now we're going to talk a little bit about what happens when I go to wellness for my annual physical. They say, hey, Joe, something looks off. Go see a doctor. I get the big C diagnosis. Where do I go from there? That's the big thing. I want to talk about that. Talk a little bit about uh, Senate Bill 2551 that came in in 2019 your feelings on that and where we should be, where we are, that kind of stuff. So let's talk though first about, I've got the diagnosis, I'm on the clock, right? Right. So tell me that. Let's start there. Where do I go from there? We talked to OCC a little bit earlier. I know that that's a, a choice, right? We talked about right. that where I can go and talk to those folks and say, hey, this is where I'm at. Or I can come and talk to you guys. So right. where, where's, what's the best way? What's the, how do we roll this so, out? So um, there are a few options. Um and it's just personal preference on sure. what you feel the most comfortable doing. You can contact me directly. You can contact Captain Geta directly, or you can contact anyone on the OCC, specifically your um, safety guys on each shift. Okay. Um, you can contact your chain of command directly. It's all about personal preference and what you're most comfortable with. Okay, so let, let's let's pause right there. So Beth Weedage, look it up in the email address, Captain Eddie Guetta. We probably all have his cell phone number by now. <laughs> and then you said the three safety individuals on Correct. each shift. Who who are those people? Uh, it's Carlos Esquivel, Hoyt Allen, and Dan Bartle. Okay, perfect. We talked to Dan earlier, so perfect. So the most important thing about the cancer claims is um, timely filing. And we want to make sure that we have a first report of injury on file within 30 days of your date of diagnosis. Okay. So the only thing that differentiates a cancer claim from a, let's say, knee sprain claim um, is that the date of injury on a cancer claim is going to be the date of diagnosis, the date you were told by your doctor that you have cancer okay. is going to be the date of injury. So, so the day you get the news, correct? get on the ball, start the notification. Correct. Okay. You have... You have 30 days sure. from that date to okay. file. And like I said, you can do that directly with me. You don't have to tell anyone else. Sure. You can do that through your chain of command. You can do it through Captain Geta. So there's a number of different ways different ways you can file that claim, but we need to have yeah, it. Yeah, so obviously it's it's going to be, I mean, that's, that's earth shattering. You get that news. Correct. And so you, yes. the, but the, a lot of people don't want, to, want everyone knowing. And I get right. that. You respect your privacy. Yes. But the key is whoever you're comfortable with of these five individuals, let someone know Correct. so that we can get the ball rolling. Yes. That's the key. Within 30 days yes. of diagnosis. Correct. Okay. 2551 came out 2019 Senate bill um, for the state of Texas. There are 11 presumptives, meaning they presume you got it there. And, and you can look those up, but let's not focus on necessarily just that. It's meeting the, you've been a firefighter for five years. You've mm-hmm. made a response as a firefighter. We know that the state says, hey, these 11 are presumed, but just because whatever you're diagnosed with doesn't fall in those 11 doesn't mean you shouldn't claim, correct? No, you, correct. yeah, you should always yeah. file a claim no matter what the type of cancer is that you have. Okay, <clears throat> so let, let's definitely key on that. So yeah. even if you don't check off one of those boxes of the 11, keep the claim because you yes. never know. 
We have had um, guys that have been approved that have not had a cancer on that list. Nice. The, the Senate bill um, is far and away better than, than what we had before. Oh, absolutely. But it did not go far enough. So, And that was one of my questions. By any stretch. I know it's yeah. a great place to start. Mm-hmm. Our, behind the scenes, we're still pushing as firefighters for to expand that presumptive lift, I assume. That's We've correct. got our advocates in Austin working and pushing on that. And I know you've been involved in, in those things, Cap, that... What do, what do you think is the key that you would tell firefighters right now? Clean gear? Is it the self-decon? The answer to that question is yes. Yes. So all everything. Of all of the above. Absolutely everything. Okay. Everything is, yeah, and, and is that's, important. That's the feeling I get when I ask everyone. And, mm-hmm. you know, obviously at first, as firefighters, we're creatures of habit. We're like, ah, oh, why I got to change out my gear? What I got to do this? Mm-hmm. But it seems like now it's second nature. It didn't take long. You know, we all pissed, moan, and complained at mm-hmm. first when we had to do it, but now it's just kind of like, oh, we do this, to, we do this, we do this. You need to focus on the end result, the, the bigger sure. picture, why you're doing it. Yeah, it's a pain to do it right now, but like, just like showing my age, but when seatbelts became mandatory yeah, in absolutely. the car, nobody wanted to put their seatbelt on. But if you think about why you're putting it on, yeah. um, you know, you're protecting yourself, you're protecting your family um, by doing those things. I feel like Eddie has so much there in so much. notes <laughs> yep. and Joe hasn't let him talk. So oh, okay. I have talked a lot. Is there something? No. I feel like there's important case. stuff that you wrote down yeah. or you wouldn't take Throw the time to write it down. Talk, Eddie, talk. Well, I just wanted to talk about, about the premise behind my position. Yes, when they please. When they first put it together and they uh, put it out there, it was to bring the fire chief's office and the firefighters association together to fight for the uh, firefighters and on behalf of the firefighters. And uh, I just wanted to say that uh, everyone at the fire chief's office has been very welcoming to me and uh, we're working real good as a team. Um, the dynamic duo, mm-hmm. like I said earlier. Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, yeah. We're, we work really good together. That's awesome. And so. Um, yeah, and, and I feel very blessed to have Captain Gunna now on the team. Um, he is really close that communication gap between my office and the field, I think, um, which was very important. Um, and that's not just cancer. That's all. No, it's all, all yeah. of yeah. claims. I, I mean, I've, key to know. I've been here almost 15 years and there, there's still people that do not know that my position even exists. Yeah. And so I think that's important. And, and they need to know that up front that it's very easy for us to help in the beginning as you wait a year or two with having issues, it's much more difficult for us sure. to help. So getting out the communication and Captain Gale has been, been wonderful. And um, um, I, I would say at this point, he has as much knowledge, maybe even more than I do. And I've been in comp for 25 years. So I think he's really hit the ground running. He's been a huge asset to me. Awesome. I was brought in um, as a workers' comp advocate for the field. And I do not represent the fire chief's office, the city, that I am here only to help the employee okay. through the workers' comp process. So um, that's huge to know because most people think you're a, you, you know, you no, represent the evil empire. I do but not. No, yeah. in a way that I don't. Joe put himself on the hot yeah, seat sorry right about there. That. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean it. I put himself not, on there for no reason. I am, I am not part of the evil empire. In fact, um, <laughs> I, I tend to get myself in trouble by giving out too much information, but the sure. employees need to know their rights um, within the law and how to navigate the process. Um, so th- that is my role awesome. is, to, is to help the employee and having Captain Guetta, which as far as I know is also brand new to fire service, having that position, um, like I said, helps 
um, close that gap with communication with There's the There's that comfort field. level, for Correct. sure. Correct. Trust. Yep. Um, and that together, we will slay Seeing the evil. Seeing the kumbaya. <laughs> I like it. slay the dragon. <laughs> Thank you both so much for being here. I appreciate Kat, you. Thank you in depth. for putting this together for us. No, this is great. Thank you guys very much. Appreciate it. Everyone remember that every single episode of this podcast came from a suggestion from the field. So we need your ideas for our next episode. So send them to firepio at sanantonio.gov, firepio at sanantonio.gov. And this is your podcast. And so we want to know what you want to hear about next. This has been the latest production of San Antonio Fire Department Heat. For comments or show suggestions, you can email us at firepio at sanantonio.gov. Thanks for listening.